This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, March 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. President Obama wraps up his historic trip to Cuba by speaking directly today to the Cuban people. A major focus of the trip is on encouraging Cubans to build their economy, which will make it more attractive for U.S. farmers and other business interests. In a meeting yesterday with a group of Cuban entrepreneurs, Obama heard from a farmer who says his cooperative badly needs new irrigation machinery to increase its production of fruits and grains. Obama assured him that Cuban farmers would find a ready market in the United States for organic produce. Obama said, quote, hopefully we'll be getting you some new equipment sometime in the future, end quote. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, who is with the president, announced that the USDA would start allowing checkoff funds to pay for marketing and promotion efforts in Cuba. Wayne Watkinson, a partner at McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, who specializes in checkoff legal issues, tells AgriPulse's Bill Thompson that the funding will help commodity groups get a better understanding of the Cuban market and know how to prepare for the end of the trade embargo. GMO labeling grows amid deadlock. More big food companies are announcing that they will start labeling for GMOs. The Kellogg Company is the latest telling AgriPulse late yesterday that because of federal inaction on the issue, biotech labeling will start appearing on its products nationwide beginning next month. Mars and General Mills also have announced labeling plans since the Senate broke for a two-week recess last week without resolving the issue. The industry hopes the announcements will spur a deal on the issue when the Senate returns April 4th. The Coalition for Safe, Affordable Food says the cooperative decisions are urgent cries for the Senate to act. As we've said all along, if the Senate failed to act, consumers, farmers, and companies would pay the price. Well, the EPA chief is back on the Hill. EPA Administrator Gina McCarthy is back on Capitol Hill today for back-to-back hearings before House Appropriations Subcommittee and a pair of House Energy and Commerce Subcommittees. AgriPulse says Steve Davis, who will be covering McCarthy's testimony, says the chairman of the Energy and Commerce Committee, as well as the subcommittee chairman, are all accusing the EPA of going out of its way to target American jobs and affordable energy. Last week, McCarthy rejected calls for her resignation at a House Oversight Committee hearing that focused on the Flint, Michigan drinking water crisis. White House is winning water pledges. Today is World Water Day, and the White House will be hosting a first-ever water summit to announce efforts to ensure adequate water for agriculture, drinking water, and other needs. AgriPulse's Whitney Froman-Cook reports that a number of big-name water and energy companies will be announcing investment in water research and development. The Electric Power Research Institute, the industry group behind the large-scale agriculture water quality trading market in the Ohio River Basin, will pledge about $200 million, that according to the Office of Management and Budget. Other companies with announcements include General Electric, which is bringing more than $500 million to the table. Lawmakers pack meals for the hungry. The CEO of Kraft Heinz, Bernardo Hees, joined House Agriculture Committee Chairman Mike Conaway and several other lawmakers who gathered at the U.S. Capitol yesterday to fill food packs that are distributed to needy children overseas by the aid group Stop Hunger Now. Kraft Heinz supplies a vitamin and mineral supplement that is blended into small bags of soy meal, rice, and dehydrated vegetables. 
Other lawmakers who stopped by include House Democratic Whip Steny Hoyer, Jim Costa, Democrat of California, and a couple of Illinois Republicans, Mike Boast and Rodney Davis. Also on hand to help was food industry lobbyist Randy Russell, who took time out from his work on the GMO labeling issue. Some 833 bags were filled with the soy rice blend during the event, enough to feed about 5,000 kits. Chairman Cottaway helped scoop cups of soy meal into bags and said their lives will be a modestly bit better each day they get these meals. Well, that is Daybreak for this Tuesday, March 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybee Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.